It's finally here, the David Ross episode. We talk about the Cubs skipper and his many, many shortcomings next. You are Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Sam Olmer. He's Matt Cozy. Please support the show by following on your preferred audio platform, and you can watch, subscribe, and leave a comment on YouTube. Thanks so much for making us your first listen. We are lifelong fans taking our passion into a discussion with you on all things Cubs. Today's episode is presented by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets. Guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Welcome in. Happy Wednesday. If you're wondering why I'm doing the open today, it's because I have to get one thing off my chest before we get going. And Matt takes over, does his thing. And that's this. Before we get into the David Ross shtick and all that stuff, I just want to say this. Thankfully, I'm watching a show, so I'm not watching much MLB playoffs, but I'm aware of what's going on. And if you think for one second that I am not even more angry with the way the Arizona Diamondbacks are playing, that they're one win away, Matt. They're one win away from going to the National League Championship Series. They're one win away from fulfilling the destiny that I thought that our team could fill. And and they had the same path that we talked about on this show. The susceptible Brewers, the Dodgers don't have pitching. Carson and I talked about it. Even he, he and I broke down the path. The susceptible Brewers, the Dodgers don't have pitching. And they finished one game ahead of the Cubs, and the Cubs went one in six against them down the stretch. And I know, I know everybody out there already type it into the comments. Sam, it's only the Cubs' fault. Sam, blame the Cubs. Only the Cubs to blame. I know. I get it. It doesn't make it any easier for me. Okay, that Saturday night in September when when that game went 13 innings, that umpire looked at Cody Bellinger's swollen hand and said, you don't get to take your base. And Swanson left two guys at third and Wisniewski got hit in the backside and Swanson couldn't catch the ball. Uh, look, I-, I could go for days, but I just want to let every single person know that I'm still very hung up on it. I know my resolution is to be more positive and Matt, I think I have been so far, but everybody has relapses and the order of operations in my life says Before I have to be more positive, I have to be honest first. I'm an honest person. And if I'm going to be honest, I'm still struggling. And and the Diamondbacks aren't making it any better. And, and, And we didn't make it because of margins. And we know that. My voice just cracked. And with that, you do your David Ross segue and and everything. And I just have to take a second. Cubs manager David Ross just completed his fourth season at the helm. And after an 83 and 79 campaign, now has a four. 80 win percentage for his managerial career. Ross is safe and returning for the 2024 season. That was confirmed by both the owner, Tom Ricketts, and the president of baseball operations, Jed Hoyer, last week. Cubs do have a club option on Ross for 2025. If he completes this fifth season, then Ross becomes only the third Cubs manager in the last 50 years to go five seasons as Cubs manager. The other two are Joe Madden and Jim Riggleman. 
Mm. The only manager who went more than five years in the last 50 was Leo DeRocher, DeRocher. who went six and a half seasons from 1966 to 1972. So, folks. That could have been a trivia. You need to first spare me the, oh, well, he's early in his career and he's still getting used to the job because that's a lie. I understand he opened in unusual circumstances. At 2020, his, his first year was not a full season. Spring of 21 was a little bit choppy. But after that, it's been it's been normal, thank goodness, in terms of our, our world, including the baseball world. And I don't want to hear that he's early in his career. He If he becomes only the third person in the team's history the last half, half century to get to the five-year mark, there's nothing. There's nothing new about that. So I just I wanted to get that out of the way first. Yeah. And are you feeling okay? I'm not okay. Tom Ricketts called this a great season, which is quite confusing because he said that the Cubs season overall wasn't great. So then, how was the managers? If the Cubs fell short of expectations. If their internal systems had them making the playoffs, Jed Hoyer, then how did Rossi do a good job? How did Ross have a great season? How? I'm just a little bit confused. I'm just a little bit confused. The players, especially the veteran players, say Ross is a steady presence. Hoyer actually said that in his end-of-season presser last week. Have you seen this guy after games in pressers? Speaking of which. Is that rhetorical? Did, did, did you hear him call out the Pittsburgh Pirates? It's embarrassing. Only a few weeks ago? No, it was an, it was an embarrassing press conference. And finally, Sam. Yeah. And here's the big one. And this is one of our best first segments that I think we've had so far. We're only six minutes in. The Cubs finished with an expected record of 90 and 72. The same record as the World Series bound Texas Rangers. They also had a run differential of plus 96. So the question then becomes how did they finish with seven less wins than expected? Because seven wins is three series, which is a lot. And is finishing with seven wins, seven less wins, paired with scoring 96 more runs than your opponents, Mm -hmm. is that on the players? No. You might say, how is that on the players? And that's what I have from my end to open up. You said it beautifully. Um, Look, this episode's tricky for me because I was debating. I I have a notebook. I'm pointing can't see okay. that on, cam- on camera. I have a notebook. I've written down all the games that I thought David Ross cost right. the Cubs this year. And I thought about bringing it on the show. The number's about 17. That's um, a lot. Now, yeah, of course. And, and, you know, people say that's a joke, of course. Well, I think a normal manager probably would have – I could have said 9 or 10. So, really, it's like an extra 7. Because every 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 team has a bunch of games that they feel like they – hey, if we made this decision differently, we would have won. But – you know, that that's excessive. And I decided not to do that maybe for a different time. Cause I just don't want to pile it on, but I've been saying this since before we even had a program. I've been saying this before we even had a podcast before this, this one, I don't think as it currently stands, David Ross is a world series manager. 
I, I don't believe that. Why? You mentioned a lot of it. To me, I think David Ross got better as the season went on with his in-game decision-making. I will admit that. I'll save that for the second segment because there is a path for him to improve. And, of course, the roster improving around him will help. Early in the year, April and May, I thought he should have been fired. I thought the fact that and, – and that's where Tom Ricketts – his quotes bother me because Ricketts right. rationale for saying it was a great year was that Rossi got us out of a 26 and 36 hole. Well, Tom, he took us right into the hole. Mm-hmm. He was awful. He had no idea what his, who, who his high leverage guys were. Keegan Thompson blew a game in the ninth inning. The next day he was in Iowa. Why is he pitching in the ninth inning then of a, of a closing spot? Fourth game of the year, Drew Smiley. Keegan Thompson's warmed up, ready to go. Smiley left in a batter too long. Three-run homer. Thompson comes in, three shutout. Cubs lose by one. Back-to-back games in D.C. Magical left on the bench in a contact situation. Wisdom strikes out. It was just over and over again, obvious decision-making. That improved the last half of the year. There's no question about that. I don't really see the overall leadership factor. I don't think guys are really held accountable. Guys continue to make the same mistakes. I get that he's a veterans veteran manager because, but but what does that mean? That he just lets the veterans do what they want? I thought he stuck with Mancini way too long. You know, right. just because Jed Hoyer has him roster doesn't mean David Ross has to play him. Mm-hmm. David Ross play started, him as much. David Ross started the year with Trey Mancini and, and Miles Mastroboni as the right fielders on this club. Now, now Jed Hoyer gave him a bad hand there for sure. But there were other things that he could have done. It was obvious after the first week that that shouldn't have happened, right? Right. Uh, uh, D- David Ross miscalculated his bullpen. And look, why does David Ross have a job heading into 2024? Because the bullpen broke down and it wasn't his fault. That's why. And that's very fair. And honestly, and I've said this multiple times, I really don't blame David Ross that much for the end of the season collapse. I blame David Ross for the 26 to 36 start. Sure. That's where I'm at. Now, look, in hindsight, and and, and, and a lot of people will comment and say, Sam, you could have rested a lot more guys. People forget all the guys that you wanted rested were on the IL. Dansby Swanson was on the IL. Nico Horner was on the IL. Cody Bellinger was on the IL. They had time. I'm not really super angry at anything Ross did down the stretch. I think that got really murky and difficult when you lose your your high leverage guys and, and the proofs yeah. in the, the 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 proofs in the pudding. When I was alive, Merriweather and Lighter were clicking; they were winning close games. My issue with Ross is that he started the year unserious. He obviously didn't pay attention in spring. We were in March. We were saying Ozilai should close in March. What 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 did it take till June? Yeah, so it did. It took till mid June. Those type of things. Those type of things have to be fixed. I said March 1st, Nico Horner shouldn't have been leadoff. What did that take? Till June, July? Yeah. I, I mean, uh, it, around the same time. Yeah, it it, it it took too long to get into a rhythm. Basically, and, it took till June 9th. And, and his in-game decision-making left a lot to be desired early. And then I thought he got better. But again, as it stands... In what is it, October 10th? When people listen, it'll be October 11th, 2023. I, I, I have not seen anything 
that proves to me that David Ross is a manager of a World Series contending team. Now, there is a world, because baseball is not football, where that might not matter. If the roster's good enough, he just has to just put it out there and, 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 and clap his hands. But the whole purpose of what we've talked about now for almost 15 straight months on this show is how important the margins are. Right. Because the Cubs haven't been good at that for two years. And if they're going to improve on that, he needs to improve. So we'll talk about what he needs to improve on next. What a segue. I'm here all night. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. October baseball is back. And you can make your postseason debut with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Join FanDuel today. You'll get started with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. When you place your first $5 bet, just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to create your new account. Then you can get in on the action from the first pitch until the final out. Bet on everything from strikeouts to home runs to who will win the game. And if you don't want to wait the whole game to get a W, predict what will happen in the next at-bat with quick bets. So head on over to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn right now. Step up to the postseason plate with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the Locked On Podcast Network and Major League Baseball. The regular season is over, but you can catch the entire postseason on SiriusXM on the SXM app. You can listen to the radio call of your choosing from any of the playoff teams or keep up with all the postseason discussion you could ever want with MLB Network Radio and Channel 89. What needs to improve for David Ross in 2024 based on what we saw mainly in 2023, but but perhaps even before then? Uh, we mentioned his in-game decision-making did improve throughout the course of the season. I do think he was hampered. Blanket statement, yeah, hampered with, with roster issues, but... More specific when you zoom in, certainly the bullpen to start and finish the year uh, and, and some some key injuries and absences, as we've explained. So I have I've three main things uh, then moving forward. One would be, and we could trade like trade off and, and uh, add our at our what we think here. I think there's got to be less platooning based on matchups. If it's crystal clear, yeah, sure. That's an evidence, you know, that's an evidence-based argument. Even if the evidence is there, though, I I think we saw too many times this campaign where while I'm for the platoon-based matchups, which the 99 times out of a hundred is based on handedness, I think that should happen some of the time, but does it need to happen all 162? No. Well, I'm glad you brought this up. Go ahead. I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm going to add on to that. Please, keep please going. add on. Oh, oh I'm going to add on that. And then I'm going to talk about bunting. Okay, and I'm going to I'm going to add on to what you're saying. You say the platoons, I say this. Okay. Get guys in more set spots in the lineup. Stop. Stop Swanson this year. Two, five, six, seven, four, three. It's like a lottery ticket. Uh, uh, get some guys in steady spots. Hat hit leadoff. Right. Horner two. Uh, uh, you know, Bellinger three. Alonzo four. Suzuki five. And those are your five. 
a hundred, if they're all healthy, 148 times of the year. Right. Like, it doesn't have to be every other day. Okay. We're going to try horror at one today. We're going to half down to seven. This guy in three, you know, too many lineup configurations that see I'm different than you in a lot of ways, of course, but in this case, <laughs> I, I, I'm, di- I'm different than you. I don't mind the platoon stuff as much, but just have guys in a slot. So it's okay. not like, so we cover the team every single day. How many days can we predict the lineup right? There was 128 different lineup combinations. It's like a game of bingo. I, 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 I can't believe it. So I, I had a little stutter there. Uh, I, I can't believe it. Like, just you look at a team like the Braves. I get it. They have great players. But, you know, it's a set group of guys. Half lead off. Right. Enough of this. All right, let's go with Candelario four. And we're gonna, you know what? Morel. Well, there was there was a lot with the batting order. Some days I'd wake up and Morell was leading off out of nowhere. I pull, so I did pull it up because I want to know officially. I actually underreported last week. One hundred and thirty-five total batting orders this year. It's too much. Take a listen to the most common order. Which was all of five games. Oh, geez. I Here we go. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not in the headspace for this. All right. No, no, you do it. Okay. You do it. It's a, just talking. Bringing a little entertainment for him. Porter, Hap, Bellinger, Suzuki, Swanson, Morell, Gomes, Gomes. Astroboni. And that was like the last week of the season. Wait, you're saying their most common lineup was five games? Yes, it was. No. That's inexcusable. <laughs> that's baseball reference. That's the that that's the real thing. 135 lineups. I'm gonna have to tweet that tonight before I take a hot shower. <laughs> I, I mean, that's a, a joke. No, I just took a steam, nice steaming shower. <laughs> No, it, it, it is. Don't even play the laugh. It's not funny. I mean, 135. They, they almost had a new lineup every game. Every single game. Can't believe this guy's going to manage the team again. Uh, Number two, no bunts. Please <laughs> stop bunting. Maybe in my in my co- in my coaching. Okay, and I and I love Bonnie. I love creating chaos. But in terms of advancement of runners, you can't really do this in the major leagues anymore. There's certain spots you can, but but not a lot. Well, I can maybe see first and second, no outs, bottom no third outs, of the order, tie game, bottom third of the yeah. order, contact guy on there. Okay, so we just mentioned him. Great, it took twenty seconds. Number three. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on. Yeah. Can I can I give a number oh, two? Oh yeah, please? yeah, that's right. This is the one that drives me the most insane. Really? I've already ranted once. I'm not gonna make a fool of myself. Defend your players. Wow, that's right. That's so good. Suzuki. Makes his living, and it's quite a big one, off of taking borderline pitches for balls. When those are consistently called strike, and they get him in a bad habit, and Ross just sits there chewing seeds and chopping it up and laughing and drinking ice or whatever he does. Oh my gosh. 
it drives me insane. When Suzuki struck out one of the one of the one of the bad losses this year, I can't remember. There's about a hundred of them at the end of the year. I think it was against Pittsburgh on a at home on a pitch that was at his nose to end the game. And Ross just stood there in silence. It matters. Show your players you care about their at bats, defend them, lead them, and sometimes get tossed out of a game. That's part of the job, whether you like it or not. No, that's a good one. That did become clear with, with Suzuki, and I would add happen there as well. He sits there. That's <laughs> a tough call. Huh? Yeah, go back out there. We'll drink some coffee after the game. My third one. Lead. Leadership. Well, that's where my third one lies. Although this is maybe a little bit of a reach. and This is too hyped of a show for I'm me. I'm not so. going to apologize for it, but I, I do think it is speculation. Although, uh, you don't have to apologize you know, for anything. This is our show. We're in touch. Okay. Well, that's a good point. You say what you want to say. It's open forum here. He needs to be more inclusive to younger players. Yeah. Now, I can't say that from a clubhouse standpoint, although, you know, we've been in touch with some people that have views on Ross on, on the job, on the and, clock. And people around the major leagues, by the way. Yeah, and I think that's what I actually meant. More. Okay. Um, which we've known about since last summer. Yep. But I think that his tendency – to the veterans, I wonder what that does to the younger guys, what that does to the shuttle guys, like a Mastro, like an Assad, people that are up and down. And I, I think if not just for, for the game itself, the, the 27 outs, you know, what are their roles? What is their place on the club? And so I, I do wonder about that. That's it? Yeah. I'd like a little bit more team transparency. Okay. I, I know I'm more of a media guy that where, where it matters to me. Please don't tell me that Cody Bellinger's day-to-day when he misses a month. It just makes me feel like you don't care about me as a fan. Okay? Or right. or, or or as a reporter. And, and don't give me the and you know what. that's not a Ross thing, though. But David Ross answered the question. Yeah, but... For, it, it, I think that's more of a Hoyer thing. It's not strategic. Well, we know that as fans. No, we no, no teams losing sleep if Bellinger's out a month versus a day. Well, we're just planning for one of one sixty-two. But, but but I mean, in Ross's press conferences as a whole, there's not what, what's okay. the po- what's the point of him? He doesn't get asked anything, and he doesn't say anything. I mean, his, his effort. At the podium, the last week of the season was so abysmal. How about this one when he goes, oh, yeah, one more thing. Marcus Stroman will be starting tomorrow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, hey, good one. Hey, good one, Skip. He's going to go two innings and allow four earned. Well, great. You're acting like it's Michael Jordan giving a fax that he's back. Breaking news. Stroman shouldn't have pitched. So you botched that. Wow. Marcus Stroman's pitching tomorrow. We'll see you guys. Oh, great. Like, I'm supposed to get excited for that. He stinks. There's certainly a tone to this episode. I know. I'm sorry. I, I'll be more positive. Oh, you tomorrow. apologize, too. So that's two apologies. <laughs> All 
All right, what else needs to improve? That was a lot. I don't know. I think we covered all aspects of managing. Fantastic. I believe we did, as a matter of fact. Coming up next, this is the final year of guaranteed part of Ross's deal. So entering the season, is is this man on the hot seat? Let's talk about it. This episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace Case. The Jace Case offers provides life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. It gives you a peace of mind so that you are not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. They handle everything from the online eval to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical plus an additional $20 off by using code LOCKDOWN at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's jacemedical.com, J-A-S-S-E medical.com, promo code LOCKDOWN. Jed Hoyer said that, quote, next year is going to be important, close quote, for David Ross. 2024 is the last year of a guaranteed deal with a club option for 25. So you could... Make the argument that entering March 28th, 24, which is opening day against the uh, Arlington Rangers, that perhaps his seat is a little bit warmer. But I'm not so sure, Sam. Uh, Hoyer and Ross seem, seem tied together more so than ever before. And I think we're getting to a phase where you can, I know this is buried in this episode, and but we could elevate it more in conversation later. I think that Hoyer and Ross are tied together now, whereas based on what happens in 24, either both stay or both go. Yeah, except I think if they're 26 and 36 again, he'll get fired in the middle of the season. Okay. I do think that's a possibility. But but what's the speculation? I don't think he should have the job right now. So, um, you know, I, of course his, his seat should be really hot. But, yes – I do think 24 will be a make a break year for for uh, Ross and and you could say for Hoyer, but I I don't think so for Jed. I okay. they it would really have to tumble down. He's done so much good work with the farm and in years. I think and I think Ricketts loves that he doesn't really spend much money. You know we all we, we'll talk about that at a different wow. time. But yes, it's a very hot hot seat for David Ross because they, look, it's pretty obvious if this team doesn't well, make the play. Be. If this team doesn't make the playoffs next year, he, it's a foregone conclusion. He's fired. I mean, that's obvious, right? Like, I, 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 no, 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 don't, don't even. If oh, David yeah, you're Ross, not going to like what I'm going to say. If the Cubs don't make the playoffs next year and David Ross is the manager in 2025, I've said this threat 50 times on the show because it's a bit. This is the first time I mean it. I won't do the show. All right, I'll timestamp that. Time that. Here's the thing, and that, that that may be true, but but I do think that there is a chance no that way. this franchise picks up the club option before March 28th. Yeah, but they could still fire him. They could. They could fire him with a club option. But I, I, I would I would like as a fan if they win 75 games and bring him back, then then congratulations to all the everydayers out there. You could audition because we're out, and I'm out for you. You just said it. How can you be the longest tenured manager in the history of the team and he's never won a playoff game? 
I, I, I mean, what are we talking about right, here? No, that, that, I, I don't disagree with you. They're going to give him a sixth year, and he's never won one playoff game, let alone a series? Are you insane? Well, it sounds ridiculous, doesn't 20, it? 21, 22, 23, 24. This is year five coming up. They give him a year six, and, and, and he, he's never won a playoff game? That's more years than Madden. Well, the, the Bears haven't won a playoff game since I've been in high school. Well, they got their own problems. <laughs> Well, I'm just saying. I mean, but no, it's a great point. If you don't win games, and the you, you don't have a job, there's a chance Dave Roberts could get the axe. And I, he he really? wins. He wins 95 games a year. If you continue to just come up short every year in October, and Ross doesn't even get to October, what kind of what, what do you mean he's not going to get fired if they don't make the playoffs? I don't care if they win 91 games and don't make the playoffs. If they're not playing baseball as we speak, October 10th. Uh, of 2024 at 833, and that guy's employed. Congratulations. That's There's the show. Two new hosts. Uh, maybe we'll have a, a lady on. Uh, 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 Jacob and Leslie, or Jacob and uh, 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 Rachel. I, I don't know. Whatever whatever it is. Why I don't Jacob? know who the candidates would be. Why Jacob? Uh, who's one of our other everydayers? Scott and Sarah. I'm trying to think of some everydayers. Yeah, Scott, Sarah. So, I... I think that's great. I, I'm tracking with what you're saying. What I am trying to say yes. is I want him to have appropriate pressure. So there shouldn't even be the club option picked up. He should be a what we would call a lame, a lame duck. duck. <laughs> if the club – here, you'll, you'll eat this up. And I haven't said this in a while. Oh, boy. If the club option is picked up <laughs> before March 28th, I will leave no stone unturned. <laughs> now that's a joke. For all the reasons just stated. He has a 480 win percentage with zero postseason wins. You're gonna pick up his club option. Well, if they pick up the club option, maybe you'll take a month off. <laughs> Who cares that's the though? Show. Don't overreact to that. They could still fire him easily. I'm gonna overreact to it. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for checking out this edition <laughs> of Locked On Cubs. You give us 20 to 30 minutes, we'll give you all things Cubs with a laugh or two along the way. Be sure to hit subscribe on YouTube and smash the like button for the algorithm. Shout out to the audio peeps as we're in your ears on Apple, Spotify, Sirius XM, and more. Oh, boy. He's Sam Olver. I'm Matt Cozy. This is Locked On Cubs.